the Leash Today Talking Sport podcast, brought to you in association with Booth Concrete. Booth Concrete provide high-quality concrete products to Leash and the surrounding counties. Thinking concrete, think Booth Concrete. When quality matters. Right, hello and welcome to the latest Leash Today Talking Sport podcast. This one is going out on Wednesday, our third of the week. We're not even halfway there, Alan. We're really uh, starting out the podcast this week. Um, of course, actually, before we get into it, um, I'm going to have to go on this spiel again. <laughs> we, uh, um, this is a football podcast, and it's the last football podcast that we'll be doing free to air. Um, well, w- one of the last ones. Uh, we, we discussed this on the Hurling podcast last week, but for football listeners, and I know there isn't that much of a crossover, uh, the significant change to Leash today in the past week is that our sports coverage has now gone subscriber only, and it's 6 99 per month. I'll just give a little bit of background to the decision. Obviously, I set up Leash today in, in February 2017, the 7th of February 2017. And at the time, the model was uh, free free it was free to access to the users, the readers, the viewers. And it was our, our revenue stream was based solely on advertising. And we have maintained that model for the last five and a bit years. But it's tricky. It's it's volatile. It's unpredictable. And it's a credit-based industry where you can often be lent, left significant enough periods of time without getting paid. Uh, or before you get paid. We, we haven't been stung. There have been a few whores out there who have left us high and dry, all right. But we, for the most part, we, we, everything has been on order. But it's very tricky. It's very volatile. And, and it's So, look, we, 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 we came to the decision that, like, I, I do sense that the era of free news is uh, is coming to an end. Um, and we said we, we have to, to, to make this a sustainable long-term business, hopefully. We have to convert some of our audience into customers. And for that for that reason... We put the six ninety nine uh, per month charge, which is one sixty per week, about one sixty a week, and about twenty three cent a day. I think is very reasonable. Yes, it's a change. Um, people have been getting copious amounts of free information and free news and reports and all that, um, and now they have to pay six ninety nine. It is look, we do feel it's small charge. We do feel it represents good value, but we accept that it is a change, and people don't like change. And we've got some stinkers of emails. They've been very much in the minority. Uh, I'm still a little bit put out that one fella told me that it was inhumane. I'm still put out by that one. Being called disgraceful and a joke. I was sort of prepared for that. Inhumane, I wasn't. And one woman told us she hopes no one gives us a penny. But uh, other than that, it's been fairly, fairly positive And most people have been understanding, as have the advertisers. They know the situation. They know, um, you know, that it's not an easy industry that we're in. And I think there's an acceptance out there that they want uh, Leash Today to continue it. I get you know, I own it, but I'd be the first to say that it is a very good service and, and we get that the whole time. I want to maintain that and grow it. So our news coverage remains free of charge. Our sports coverage is gone behind the paywall. Yeah, there'll be some bits and pieces of sport that will remain outside the paywall, but the vast majority of it, majority of it is behind the paywall. I want to thank the people who have subscribed. It's very humbling to see people, um, you know, signing up and giving over their details and all that. And our payment system is, is looked after by Stripe. Uh, our web developers are modest, which are a leash-based business. Um, and it was our prerogative, as we said previously, is to, to save the jobs that we have, to protect the jobs that we have, and to make it a sustainable family-owned business long into the future. It's it's uh, one of the few family-owned businesses, media outlets in the country, and we're the only locally-owned media outlet in the county. So we thank people for their support, and we promise that our, lo- our local sports coverage will be consistently uh, the best and most in-depth in the region. That's all we can do if you sign up. Uh, you know we're very appreciative if you don't that's you know your call on it so look i wanted to get that out of the way uh on to more pressing matters now well in senior football championship 
where will do days this away. Yeah, days away. Days away. Days away. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, the, the countdown is on. Uh, two days away to the start of the senior football championship. I think we'll start with we're going to go game by game and chat a little bit about each club, and then we're going to call it at the end. You have to pick your winner, you have to pick your dark horse, and you have to pick who's getting dumped out of the, the senior and might never be seen again at this rate. Which is the teams that have been gone down has sort of sped down the last while. So anyway, Odenses and Collection are they my teams? <laughs> there, well, there, well, I I didn't know because you sent me a list and you had lines on either way, so I did them too just to be sure. <laughs> I, wasn't, okay. I, wasn't, I wasn't certain. I just said better to be safe than sorry. Okay. Uh, yeah, actually, look, both, both teams are obviously. Um, look, this is going to be the team of this podcast: missing players because yeah. there's either lads injured or lads uh, gone away. That's that's the, yeah. yeah, and that's the case with the vast, vast majority of teams. Um, like in Collection's case, the two McDermott's. David and uh, Mark are are both away. Ross Bulger is away. Shane Bulger picked up a, an injury against um, Heat in the second last game of the league, for the league final, and uh, didn't play the league final. And I, I'm not sure whether he'd make it back in time. So they have their problems. Um, yeah, Michael, Dorn, Michael Dorn is unavailable for the opening rounds anyway. Yeah. Like a fine player. So like they have they have their problems and the Dempsey's have similar problems because Fionn Holland and Mark Barry are away. I think Shane Burton or Shane Nerney could be still away, and I think uh, Robbie Kyo, uh is struggling with injury. So um, did, you hear, did you hear that about Nerney that he was away? My contact didn't mention Nerney. Um, he, I think he was away now. Whether he's back or not will be interesting to see for Thursday evening. But he definitely was away anyway. So like there's plenty of that going on, and until I suppose. When I get my hand on a program on Thursday and I can actually see what names lie before me, uh, I'll have a, a very clear picture. Do you want to do another? Well, we will do a podcast on on Thursday night after the after the first round, so we'll have a, a far clearer picture then of who's telling us the truth. But uh, they're they're the they're, that's the opening game on the Thursday night between the two of them, and it, I think that's a really hard one to call. I think it's actually that there's there's three games I think are hard to call, and that's one of them. Yeah, like I think both of these teams have a very similar. Uh, trajectory over the last couple of years. Like Dempsey's got to a county final and played quite well in 2018. Collection got to a county final in 2019. Like, like that's only that's what's that three years ago? Is mm. that three full years ago? Collection only got bet by a point by Port Leash in the county final. Their first ever. I don't think they, they might have been in the senior semi final back in the 50s or something. But they, they got to their first ever senior final, and Port Leash bet them by a point. It was something like 15 points to two eight or something. And was it Ross Bulger or Evan Lowry got a great goal in the second half and the roof was nearly lifted off the stand like collection. Remember collection? Didn't they miss a free or was the free meant to be retaken or something? Like the lot they they came very close. Like they, they pushed Port Leach all the way. Now Port Leach were in decline at that stage and they went Port Leach went poorly in the Leinster Club afterwards. But collection have been in further decline since that game. Like they were bet by Emo and O'Dempsey's in the following year's championship, and they were bet by Stradbally and Spally Road in last year's championship. You know, their only wins in the last two years have been against Courtwood in 2020, and Courtwood ended up in the relegation, only barely set up, and they beat Clean last year, and Clean's sort of only barely set up. So their form has fallen off a cliff. The key part of that is that Stephen Atfried went to Australia not long after the 2019 final. And we had him on the podcast. He's teaching, I think he's teaching in a Jewish school in Sydney. It's a fair, fair, close, close to Bondi. It's a fair, fair try from Knockbeg where he was previously. <laughs> um, but uh, he, he is a massive loss because he, he was like, he was just so key to their backs. And he was like, 
I was mentioned it last year about, or last week about Will Young in Tennessee. He was a resident firefighter. He was put on the good forwards. Like the beat Bally Finn in the semi final after a replay that year because he kept tabs on Sean Moore. And he's not yeah. there anymore. And they've, they've sort of they've lost, they've never had a full, they've never had everyone since. And, and that's been reflected in the results and where they've ended up. And like I think the, I think I think Connection have a load of good footballers, and even introduced Connor Heffern in this year, who like has played nearly as much with Leash as he has played with Collection. But like Michael Doran missing, Ross Bulger missing, Mac, Mac, uh, McDermott's missing, uh, Atrade obviously as we mentioned. Um, there was someone else, but like they're still good. Like yeah, Killian Roach and Connor Heffern are two new players that they're essentially after getting in the last two years. And um, the two Lowrys up front are really really good players, and then you've got the old dogs for the hard road, like. The, the two mans, Arnie and Jeremy. Um, you know, I, I believe like like um Porrick Bolton, uh Kevin Ryan, um Cahill Brennan, I'd say could be in the mix for it. But I do believe they are they are well down place. And Shane Bulger, if he's fit now, if he's missing, that's a serious loss. And he's had no luck the last couple of years with injury. He's a right terrier of a back. And like what else is without Mark Barry, I think like you'd see if Bulger was fit, he'd be on the hatch, Matthew Finley, who's the Odense's captain. And he'd probably absolutely hound him. Now, Hatch is hard to, to nail down, but I think without Mark Barry, they don't have the same scoring power. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And and even Fionn Holland was excellent for them in the last couple of years too. And, and he's a he's a big loss out in the middle of the field. So that's why I think this game's really hard to call. And I can't decide I can't decide who I'm going to put into my accumulator. And I think <laughs> I might end up having to do two or three accumulators and leave one out and put one in because last year um, the the week started on a Friday, I think, and it started with Emo and Odemsey's. And I went for Emo, and they let me down, and Odemsey's beat them, and I got every other game right. But sure, that only made me upset because I lost all that money <laughs> on the fact that... You're, fact you're a poor that, uh, fiver. I'd say that I, yeah. I wouldn't be worried about my fiver. It'd be more the abuse you get on Snapchat and Instagram <laughs> and that for getting them wrong. So I'm, go- I'm going to go with collection in that one. I think, like, I think Odemsey's, I think Odemsey's have... I think Owen Kearns is a very highly rated manager. They have a nice bit of pace around the team. Um, they have a lot of good, very good club players like Barry Kelly, Cormac O'Hora, Todd Bannon's a good goalkeeper. Like the Lennon, uh, Jack and Stephen Lennon are good players. The Howlands, obviously, match Owen Finley is back. Like I saw Owen Finley, he 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 was on and off the team that got to the county final in twenty eighteen, and he badly broke his leg. Came back and played intermediate last year. I saw him score two seven in, in an intermediate quarter final against mm. uh, Tim O'Hall last year. He is he's he's bigger than Hatch. He's Hatch's brother. He's he's incredibly skillful and he's he's a bit of a handful um, and he he is an addition this year, but I'm I'm going with I think I think the two Lowrys are two class forwards for intermediate level. Roach I'm a big fan of him as a goalkeeper. I'm not a fan of goalkeepers going out the field in general, but I think this guy can play football and uh, he, I like his style of going out the pitch. He more pops up in positions rather than goes on these mad runs. Um, and he like he, he's a great he's a great kick great free taker as well. I, I'm going with collection in that one, but only only narrowly. Yeah, I, I can't I can't decide, and I'll probably change okay. my mind two or three times beforehand. But I'll go with collection for now. If I was, okay. if you asked me, if you asked me to do my bet now, I, I'd be going with them. Going with I, okay. I could flip before the, the week is out yet. Yeah. Okay. So the, the first one on Friday evening, half six on a Friday evening, emo and Port Leash. Most, why is that? Is it because of the Forest Fest and emo? And also it's got to do with the other final because obviously normally you'd have two games in the Sunday evening um rather than uh you know the 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 way it is now. So I presume there's a couple of factors, but yeah, I probably suited Emo to, to play the game 
Well, of course, and half six in a Moor Park, of course, that that just goes back to the fascination with um, playing matches in a Moor Park. But I'm not, look, I'm not going to give out about that again. <laughs> you no. just have. But anyway, how how are Emoor e- 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 a bit shook? Ah, uh, yeah, like they're they're obviously no, they've a few lads back. I think that they were very light in the league. Like you know, they were they were missing and no one lads and, and got relegated. But um, they obviously they won't have Finbar Crowley. They won't have Jack Owen. They should have Pat Carwin back. Like he came back towards the end of the league. I don't think he played though, but I do I do believe he he should definitely be back. Uh, Paddy Hosey got a knee injury against Josephs. Hasn't played since, but I'm hearing that that he may he may be able to play in this game. Um, so like obviously the two of them if they do play would would be big additions to them. But um, Portish are down lads as well. Like Kieran Lillis, I think is away. Conor Boyle is injured. I think David Holland's injured. Um, I think Paddy Downey and Ricky Marr are supposed to be carrying Knox as well. So they they're missing fellas as well. Um, Eric Dillon, he 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 struggled with injury this year with Port Leash and Port Leash. I guess I'm going off yeah. injured with Port Leash and Port Leash after a couple of minutes with Port Leash. Like Conor yeah. Boyle got an awful belt and hurt his knee against Port Arlington today in the league. Um, those guys aren't getting any younger either, though. Like they're all 33, 34 probably at this stage. Yeah, yeah. So look, they, they do. Um, they did do have. They have brought in younger lads, though. Obviously, over the last couple of years, we've seen a lot of them come through. Like Kevin Sway and Ben Dempsey, Conor Brown were all with the seniors this year. Very interesting to see what they do with the goalkeeper situation because obviously Brody's back. They have Mick O'Connell who was with the. Leash under twenties and they have Connor Brown who's with the twenties and subsequently the seniors. So they have a serious uh you know, goalkeeping decision to make. Like and the thing with um with Brody and Brown particularly, they could easily play outfield. Uh Connor Brown's like he's a he's a very good outfield player as well as a goalkeeper, and so is Graham. So uh, they have options there on that end of it as well. I I I'd be very surprised if Fortish don't win it. I really would. Even even missing what they're missing. It might be Kevin Swain. Kevin Swain is a lad who was impressed this year. He played yeah, with very good. Very good yeah. with twenty. A very fine, big, athletic fella. Is he around? Did I hear something? Yeah, that he yeah, was yeah. Away? No, he was, he was away he's around. Track. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, uh, Kieran O'Donnell, uh, Walshy, they call him. Like he's, he'll be surely the one to watch in your Polish list. Like, yeah, he yeah, is definitely. an excellent free taker. Straight first year up out of minor. Very confident type of young fella, inside forward. And I'd say they're placing a lot of faith in him. And like. They're, well, they're, they're, probably they're, trying not to, they're probably trying to let him, you know, let him let him be there. Like, no 17-year-old should have any pressure put on them at all. They should be able to come into a team and if they play well, they play well. And if they don't, they don't. And I would imagine Portley should be trying to do that with him because he's a very good young lad, but you wouldn't want to be putting any pressure on him. Um, if, if He should be able to play his own game and, and the rest of the rest of the well, team should you, be well. Young, young, young players like that should be the decoration on your team, not yeah. the sort that they, they, no. they go to a guy. But he is, he is a good ball. Like he's, I, I've seen him a couple of times now and, and I, as Brian Carroll say, he has a bit about him. He does, he does, yeah. No, I, I'd be going for Portish anyway. I don't know about you now, but I'd be going no, for I, Look, I was there, like, I, I, I'd say Portish should be sick and it's hear me going for them against Emo because like I, habitually get emo wrong even junior matches so uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just cannot figure the whores out at all like you know uh, so the, the I don't know the, the, they are down like Jack Owens I don't think is playing Paddy no. Ozzy is, like like they had an unbelievable full forward like they beat Port Leach in the championship two years ago in a real wet night in the quarterfinals the last day before lockdown and they uh, they were really good but their full forward line that night were all excellent was Jack Owens Paul Lawler and Paddy Hosey and likely that none of them will be playing, you know. So, uh, yeah, Paddy Paddy will, but yeah, the other Paddy, two Paddy Paddy will. He, that's yeah. him up, but and he's a great man for a goal, and we're a big fan of his and all that. But mm-hmm. I just think 
and just and, and I actually would have slight fears of emo um in in terms of staying up because I do think of a small panel. If anything goes wrong with them, injury or suspension, uh, they could they could get into a bit of bother. Uh, what they do have is good. I always say that like they don't have a big panel, even like they played Port Arlington semi final last year. And I would be in the view just there's ten of the emo lads would be as good as anything Port have. It's when after that they get into a little bit of bother. Um. So I, I'm that no 100 going for Port Leash in that one. Second one on on Friday evening. I think I'm going to do a double header in a more park. I'm going to send you on a tour of the county. God knows where you'll end up. Um, <laughs> second game, Joseph's and Balline. This is a big local derby, and they haven't played that often over no. the years. No, no, they, they haven't. And like Joseph's have obviously had a savage year. Should have won the Kelly Cup. They won the league, so they're on course for the treble. Um, a lot of work to do before they complete the treble, though. Ah, five matches. Four matches if you do it. Right? So one, two, no, five, three, five, four, five. Five, five, five matches. Bit, yeah. yeah, five if you do it right. And a five-week break in the middle. Um, nice. Look, I don't like Valley Line and obviously struggled for the last couple of years, really. Probably just struggled really since they got to the county final. Now, I know injuries have plagued them and obviously Seamus Lacey is such a loss, you know, and hopefully I don't. I think I don't think he'll feature. You you might have done the, the research. Did I do the research about Line? Well, about Line or your club? Oh, oh, they we are. Split, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, we split. So, the, we split. We split uh, it down the middle. I took eight. Yeah, Andy. Andy McAvoy's away as well. Obviously, he he went to he went Kevin Canada Bur- last year. Kevin Byrne is away. Yeah. So do you know, like they're they're obviously down. They're down a few lads that that, that would make it better. Um, no, they do still look to have Alan Farrell. They've Cahill Fennessy and they've Gary Walsh that were all with the Leash seniors this year. So they have plenty of, of county. I think Ciarán Fennessy is an excellent footballer as well. Younger brother ja- of Jamie Farrell is very good. Cahill Dunn is very good. Cahill Dunn is, is a class footballer. Me, me, me Hall Downey. Very yeah, good. very good young player. Me, very, good, very good defender, yeah. Our me, Hall Downey and Kevin Byrne, me, Hall Downey and Kevin Burnham are two of my favourite players because they're excellent defenders. Yeah, and, and me, Hall Downey see... used to be a forward. Like, that's the funny thing with was him. He? Like, yeah, right. you know that he was obviously a forward. Yeah, yeah. Well, what, I, like, what I like about him is that like they don't seem to mind the dirty work of being a back. No. A lot of backs like the sorry, you shouldn't be cursing, but a lot of a lot of backs like going up the field now that they love getting the the hand in, the tackle in, the blocks, all that. That's why I I say they're they're lads. I'd love to start to manage if you know what I mean. Yeah, and they, they were very, they were very poor last year, Paddy Line, and like they were churches they were within a kick of being relegated. So only for Gary Walsh kicking that oh, outrageous point, you know, to keep them up like and he so, has one leg, yeah, and they one leg. So that, look, they were ravaged with injury last year. They do have, like, Ari obviously is, is fit this time, and they do have um, a couple of lads back. Still couldn't see them winning this, though. Oh, yeah. Well, they've beaten Joseph's the last two times they've played them in the Championship, but Joseph's had about 10 years there where they, they were fairly poor. Um, Tyke Fennan is managing, Tyke Fennan is managing Bally Line. I think uh, there's a lot of teams actually like this, but Bally Line are definitely one of them, like the Offaly Hurlers in, in the 90s. As someone said, when they had a run full throttle or they don't run at all, Bally Line <laughs> a bit like that. When they're good, they put it up to anyone. But when they're bad, they're shocking. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, jo- Joseph's anyway. You you reckon you reckon the Jack Delaney Cup will be going to to over the windy gap this year to Joseph's? Well, I think they have a chance. Um, I think they have a chance that they've probably better chance than they've had because it's like I always felt that they they could never you know really compete. But I think they can now. They've shown they can already in what they've done. They've got. A nice mix of their team. Matty Campion obviously missed the league final with an injury and he is a bit of a, a doubt all right for the for the, the first round. So hopefully he'll get back. Oh no, Flaherty was away the league the night of the league final, but he should be back now as well. So um 
They've a good panel. They've added in some very, very good young players over the last couple of years. Like you go through their team. Aside from Tom Dunn, a cornerback or fullback, wherever he normally lies out, and O'Flaherty, there's nobody over the age of 30. They're all in the 20s and younger. So, and they're, they're a group of lads that have played grown up together as well. The Adam Campions, the Danny Hickey, the Michael Kyo, they're all around the same age. They've all grown up together. Um, and Brian Daly, you know, them, them yeah. fellas all, yeah. yeah and, Adam and, and Aiden Brennan, yeah. yeah. And, then, and then they've added in quality in the likes of Cormac Murphy, who I think is outstanding. O'Sheen Hooney, obviously saw him with the 20, subsequently caught up to the seniors. Um, the, the, the Lacey's, Jack and Josh. Team Brophy's back. He was abroad last year. He's back now as well. So they have a good panel. Their second team went really well. I always think that's a good sign in any club. Like when Portishworth are pumped, their second team were almost as good as any senior team. You know, they were almost fit to win intermediate. Yeah. So I think that's a good sign in a club when you can see that the other teams are going well as well. Um, and yeah, I, I, I like Joseph's. Okay, you like Joseph's. I like Joseph's too, but I don't think they're going to win it. I think, I think they're going to fall a bit short. I, I would absolutely, I wouldn't begrudge them in the slightest. It's going to be great to see it. I remember as a young fella, Joseph's winning championships the whole time. Like Mick Dempsey, they're just such, such great traditional families there, the Dempsey's and the and Dempsey's and the Brennans and the Garvins and all these great families, the Kellys uh, over the years. And like they've given a lot to Leeds football. And like they won, I think well, during lockdown, we did all the sort of the county final memories. And I think they won their first championship in 1973, or maybe earlier, 71 maybe. My uncle and, was uh, on with them anyway, and I think that was around that time. Got my it was The last one, they kicked one away against Port Leash, maybe in 1970. Like, they'd won junior intermediate and won a couple of minors. Then the, the, and then they won, like, might have won three in the set. Like, they were in two Leinster club finals in the 70s. Like, um, I was, a, I was a Joseph's fan in the 90s. My, my uncle used to bring me to the matches when I was really small, and he used to play with Joseph, Frank, Frank Morin. So Frank used to bring me and my cousin to the games and like we Josephs were good and I remember Josephs won the final. What year what year did Josephs win the final? In the nineties. So I'd won it in ninety six and ninety four and two thousand, I'd say. And two thousand, because they went up to play Abilara. Do you remember do you remember that? Yes. Year? And it was no, the time it. that your man had bar- barricaded himself in the house. Remember there was the siege? Oh yes, and I, yeah, yeah. I was terrified going up to Abbey Lara. I thought we were going to be shot like, you know, so I was only 10. I didn't know what was going on. It was 9 or 10 or whatever age it was. So I used to, I followed, I remember following and Turkey Burke was in the goals and I used to, Stephen Kelly and all, I remember all them lads. I was nearly a Joseph yeah. fan because I know, I know sense. But, yeah, uh, yeah. It, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I think that they're, I think they're on the right track. Put it that yeah. way. I think they're on the right track. I think, I, I think they're on the right track as well. And I remember that 2000 final, Colin Chucky Kelly. Ah. He was only he was only 15. Only under 15. Can you imagine that now? Like that's only 21 or two years ago. He was under 15 and he played in the senior county final. Senior <laughs> county final against Port Leash. He wasn't he was another year to go at under 16. <laughs> <laughs> and he scored a goal in the final. I think it was a bit of a tap in. His brother Stephen scored 10 points and Tom He's was super as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Noel Garvin, Joe Higgins. And did did um uh, I'd say Ushin's dad Willie Hooney would have been on those some of those teams maybe earlier uh, at the Dempsey's PJ um, all the Dempsey's were knocking around so they brought from one generation to the next and then it just sort of stopped you know yeah. they were in the 2 final and I don't think they've been in the final since um, but I met, I was chatting to a good Joseph's man at a wedding there the other day and I told him that I thought Stradbury were, were the darker so you were, you were actually saying, saying nice things about Stradbury or about Joseph's and you're from Stradbury and he said 
I said to him, I think the strategy are the dark horses and they have to get to a final. They've good, good tradition and they're, they're confident and all that. He goes, don't make me sick, he said. <laughs> so, we, we don't so, hate anyone in Strabley. Like, it's not our fault that people don't like us. We're not like that. You know? Yeah, no, I just I just tell you what this fella said <laughs> to me. Now, anyway, uh, that's 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 Saturday evening. But yeah, we'll have to go with Joseph's in that one. Even though I don't, I don't think Valentine are as bad as you make them out to be. No, no, I think they're better than <laughs> yes, I made them out to be. I think they're better. I think they're definitely better than Nasser. They're definitely. I tell you what, they're definitely better than where I have them ranked. So okay. let them let them show me yeah. that over. Yeah. And like last year was injury riddled year for them a whole yeah. lot. Like, um, right. So that's Saturday, and then there's there's a, a triple header. God help us on Saturday. Um, Port and Clean, Port are going to win that one. Clean, yes. now maybe maybe like Clean, Clean of a heap of inju- a heap of suspensions coming out Porter, of the row. Porter back, Porter back, Porter had a challenge match I heard last week against one of the Clonmel commercials from Tipperary and put up yeah. something like five eighteen or four eighteen or something like that. So Porter, I have Porter number one, and I said to you, as I said last week about Balakala a few days ago, but Balakala same goes for Porter. Someone's going to win this thing, they're going to have to probably beat them in the final or beat them somewhere along the way because they are definitely going to be there, there. Well, I was there. getting the list of Porter. I was getting the list of Porter absentees and injuries and all that, and I'd say your man need, need, needed to apply to Vodafone for more data to send me all this absentees. That is um, stopping short of having to put Tommy Smith and Seamus Hunt in the middle of the field. I think is the way they're uh-huh. warm. <laughs> But I wonder my... how, how much is that true? I wonder now. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> it probably suits them. It probably suits them. Though, what everyone's saying they're going bad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Of course it does. Yeah, yeah of course it does. Yeah, no, they, do, I, they do have a few guys. So Pickett's in America. Yeah, Ben is injured with his shoulder. I believe Adam Ryan and Jason Moore have some type of injuries. Um, Scott Osborne didn't play any league game in goals. The, the, the goals was mixed up between Sean Mooney and Jack Hines, but I believe uh, Osborne is back. Uh, and, and he actually played a league match outfield, but I think I think he's back back in the mix to be in the goals. So look, they've a load of good players. Um, it will be a bit light for the first couple of rounds, but I don't think Dustin Port. It's I, I'm predicting Port to win the championship, even though I do think they have come back. But like traditionally, they haven't defended their championships that well prior to you know last year they won two in twelve weeks, but previous times. Um, even, you know, like when they won championships previously, they sort of disappeared off the radar for a couple of years. Mm. And I'd hate to see that to happen to them. But Killeen are, are down numbers. Uh, like how Killeen keep doing it, I, I, you know, I just don't know. Like they keep going back to the well. Um, but I'd say it's fair to say, like the, 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 the two of the two kings since Colin Dunn, I believe Oshin Byrne is injured. And um, again, is he? Oh, no. Yeah, so, so I believe. And he's, he can't catch a break at all. Um, but. Uh, you know Shane Julian, Donny Brennan, John Mann, Endo Rourke. I think they're all all suspended from the first, and they're they're suspended for the first two rounds. So for for Clean, it's all about staying up. It's all about winning one match, which they are well fit to do. Like I don't think any team that would get them in a relegation semi final that had lost their two games to date would be confident against them because no. they're they're dogs, like, mm. and they do have good forwards. And so you, I'll give, I, I think. I would have them as favourites to be relegated, but I, I would give them a chance. That's that's Saturday as well. Also on Saturday is uh, what Ballyroan and Rosnallis. Yeah, yeah, Ballyroan and Rosnallis. So Rosnallis, obviously, the hurling did not go well last week. Um, they were beaten by uh, Rathony Earl comprehensively. So they'll be quickly turning their attention to the football. But the same players are missing. Are obviously missing in the Ireland. So it's easy enough. Uh, Marcus Redmond is away and John Maher is away. So like the two of them are 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 not going to be around. And they've been stalwarts of the of the team for the last 
the last couple of years, Marcus in particular, sure, he, he's played with them all the way up. Uh, Ballyrone, uh, Kieran Byrne is, is away. He would have been wing back in the team last year. Um, but outside of that, they should more or less have. I think, sorry, I think Dermot Whelan could be away as well, actually, uh, for the first round. Um, I think he'd be back after that, but I think he's going to miss the first round of, of, uh, of action, or at least that was, that was what I was told. But we, of course, as I say, everything we're told, I don't believe any of it until I see it in front of me when I get the program in my hand on Thursday night. But, uh, and even that I can't believe either. So, um, <laughs> it, it, uh, look, Valeron should win that game. I think Valeron got semi final last year and were obviously very disappointed in against Port Leash. Um, and with the way Port Leash were beaten by Port Arlington, it's probably suggests Valeron are still a good bit away. But Valeron should get better year on year as the very, very young team that they have gets older. And like we saw a lot of them playing with Leash, uh, under 20s this year. Davin McAvoy. And we saw a lot of them playing with uh, Haywood when they won the All-Ireland. Well, you're still talking about guys who are 18, 19. They won the under-20 last year. They've done everything right all the way along. Yeah. It's probably a bit, still a bit too soon for them. But you would like to see, like, I know they got to a semi-final last year, badly beaten by Port Leash in it. Even if they weren't to get to a semi-final this year, you'd like to see them build on that performance. I don't yeah. think, uh, you know, that, that was a real disappointment. But they're, they're definitely their graph is definitely upwards. Yeah, and uh, like I think I think I think Rose and Alice like Rose and Alice got the relegation bother a couple of years ago, and they won the beat by the yeah. last year. So really, their own like the, the beat court with the year before by the line, and they've only that they haven't won a whole lot since they come up senior, you know. Uh, Beat nine in the first game last year, so no, I, I, def, I, I think because they're young, I give them a chance to to stay up. Even though playing hurling football, it means doubles the risk of injury. All right, but yeah, uh, week on week I, is tough going. Like week, week on week is tough going, and they could well end up in, in two relegation battles, or they might yeah. be a million miles away from it. Uh, so by rolling that one, I can't can't argue with, with that. And then what's the other game on Saturday then? Uh, Greg and Tulsi. And it should, yeah. Now, they, they had one injury. Trevor Collins missed the league final with a hamstring problem, and I'm not sure whether that could be tidied up in time for the this game. Other than that, I think they were full deck to choose from. Um, Baron, that's or get injured in the meantime. Uh, Clonus Lee are pretty much the same. There's a couple of injuries, but nothing major. A few lads carry enough, but they'd hope that everybody should be able to, to play. They've brought up a couple of good lads good young lads into the team. Cahal Lee has come up. He was a leash minor last year. You saw uh, Tom Flynn and you saw was Keane Callaghan. Keane Callaghan. Keen Callaghan, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you expect both of them to feature as well. Might not start, but you expect them to feature as, as the game goes on. So, honestly, we'll start the year off with a difficult one. They'll hope, I, I can't see them winning it, but they'd hope for a better draw maybe in the second round, which might give them a bit of a chance. But I think Greg will definitely win that game, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think Clunas Lee will beat someone, but they won't beat Greg. Yeah. And I, and I think Greg don't, won't really suit them in the sense that Greg are very strong defensively. Mm-hmm. And Clunas Lee have a very good forward in Niall Corbett. And they will be able to put a Mark Timmons or a Trevor Collins or, or someone on him. And Clunas Lee are a bit different than they were in my day when they were all huge and the balloon ball into them and they were very difficult and physical to play against. I remember losing an intermediate semi-final against them one year. And they played a two-man full forward line of James Young and Mark Rooney and just launched bomb after bomb after bomb. They were like Donaghy 
They were like Donaghy and Tommy Walsh. Like uh, they were so effective um, and very difficult to, to play against. But they wouldn't have that in their arsenal now. But they would have more of a running game. But they're all very good ball players. Again, going hurling football, hurling football. I think puts a, I think at senior level, going being dual puts a cap on your on your achievements. Let's say or your potential. Mm. And I think that's a little bit of a, a little bit of a issue for them. Yeah, I fancied them against a few of the teams. You know, they wouldn't. They're not above getting dragged into relegation. They're, I think, have they won the intermediate five times and been relegated probably within two years on most of the occasions. Um, two or three. Okay, there was one time they were all four. They when did they win it? I wouldn't know two when they set up for six or seven years. But there was a couple of those years where there was nobody relegated. And um, they always find they always find a way as well. Um. And I think I think they're better now than what they were would have been in the noughties and nineties in that. And uh, as I said, don't see them beating Greg though. No. Um, and Greg, Greg definitely would have been disappointed by that league final. They didn't. They went down in a bit of a blaze of glory. They weren't happy with the referee and um, don't sort of didn't didn't take that defeat particularly well. I suppose uh, which is which Good, is I think, not a bad yes. thing. It's yeah. not a bad thing because their expectations are high. And they're probably disgusted with themselves. So you don't, you know, you don't like to see, you know, that you know, they sort of don't like to see them losing the head with referees and stuff like that. Absolutely not. But I do think I do. They're at least a semi-final team. You know? Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. Then Sunday morning, double header Sunday morning. Then the two good games Sunday morning, Ballyfin and Stradbally. I think I think the Ballyfin have gone off the boil. They're missing a few lads. Uh, Sunday morning I think they're, they're no longer a surprise package they're no longer a surprise package I think people have taken them for granted for about 10 years that's stopped and I think Stradbally have got their act together they have everyone more or less on board they have a good management team of in-house fellas for the moment Brian Lonergan is an outsider as manager but they have a couple of salwarts in Gary Kavanagh Barry Lark and Jamie Kavanagh all part of the management team they also have two players in Colin Begley and Colin Kelly who are essentially like on pitch managers if they're playing? They're real leaders, uh, and Colin Kelly in particular is a leader even if he's not playing. So, and and have a lot of good younger players after coming through. I I, I think Stradbally were twenty to one to win the championship. I think Stradbally are a good each way bet for the championship because when it gets down to it, Stradbally, Stradbally have been in something like six of the last ten relegation playoffs, but they're able to wipe that from their memory. Other teams, their confidence would be absolutely shattered with that, but Stradbally just brush that off like you know they, they, they think that the, the, the relegations are an aberration so they have great confidence and when they get in when they get down to business the, that tradition is uh, really stands to them I'm going to strategy to win that one you're probably going to have staying on it unless you have some inside knowledge no no knowledge at all very happy with uh, everything you're saying it's uh, John, John Lark by the way give him, not, not Barry John Oh, she's a mixed up the She's a very sorry, very sorry, John. And Roslyn is very good at filling out the slips of paper and giving us the, the teams and all that. So, God, I wouldn't want to be mixing that up. Um, <laughs> the other one, then, is Court and Park Ratneska. Ten no, years ago. This one, I think, when it started off, and instead of a collection and Balafin, or a collection and a Dempsey's, this game, I can't call. I, 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 I was one way, then I spoke to somebody today, and I went, oh, God, you know what? Maybe it's the other way. I know I don't know what to do. Did, did you go so, looking for information on these teams today? No, no, no. I was just talking to somebody about uh, about. No, no. Oh, these so are on your list. These are on your list. list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. Yeah. I was. This was purely for betting purposes. I was trying to work okay. out what way I was going to go in my accumulator. And this game, I cannot work out at all. So I think my coupon could either blow up on the first night or blow up on the last day. It's the last. And game. it's the last game. It's the last yeah. game. Or, no, yeah. or is it? Is it the first game? No, it is. So, the last game on the Sunday. Yeah. Last yeah. game. So about quarter past one or something. Yeah, yeah. Look. 
uh, as as TJ Ryan was saying, the Examiner podcast, it's it's uh, it's like a deaf dog. It's hard to call. Hard and, to call. Uh, yeah. Hard to call, and that's it. Like again, like you know, it's been both ways. And I think Cork have a fine panel of players, a bit like a bit like a lot of the senior teams. If they get injured, they weaken considerably because they just don't have the depth. I, I really like what Kieran Kelly has done with Park Ratneski. He's absolutely transformed them, and they're all on the same. Uh, they're all on the same level. They're. I saw them in the league semi final against Tim Owen, even though like they had they had to patch up the team to an extent, and like they had Richie Hitchcock their best back and Brian Dunn won their best forwards both in midfield. Which because they had neither Simon Fingleton nor uh, Podge on that night, and yet they were able to still play the same way, which was very, which I thought just shows to show how well prepared they are. They worked the short kickouts very well. Um, Noah Fingleton is uh, an addition up front uh, alongside James Connolly, and like speak Sean Tynan, I think has to have an operation on his shoulder. And oh. Brian Fingleton, Brian Fingleton is heading off, I believe, to New Zealand to milk cows, so he won't be in a more park on Sunday. Um, but I think they've, I think they've got a quality on every line of the field. Can they keep it going? Like, can this role continue? Uh, you often, yeah, do see it with intermediate teams that it can. Um, I don't know, quarters weren't great, but there were two divisions above Park in the league. So, I think it's really hard to call. Like, and the like, court would like I take it. Alan Ginston is obviously going to be missing. He's, for... he's definitely out. Yeah, and Tyrrell, Tyrrell haven't seen much of Tyrrell, and Luke Dorn hasn't been involved at all this year. Um, they do have Collins like o- Sean O'Flynn, they do have Niall Dunn, they do have Collins Okachoku, they have Keane Dial who was with the Leafs Seniors this year. Um, Niall Donaher. Like they do have loads. My, Michael of- Doyle is a lad I like the look of the George's yeah. son. George is a court a legend for court with that over the years. He's been in and out of the team. Um I think he's very good. I'm not sure whether he'll be starting or not, but he like I've seen him. He's, he's definitely, you know, mm. going in the right direction. Um Paul we're, we're, we're into the, the last 90 seconds now, so we'll have to make a, a call before the final. Yeah, quick, quick but I'm going to go with Park because I'm not going to back against him and have him slagging me again. So I'm going to go with Park. I'll, split, I'll go the other way, so I'll go Courtwood, <laughs> even though I'll be very strong on Park all the way along. I think Courtwood might have a bit, bit more grizzled now about them. They're third or fourth year up senior. Wouldn't surprise me if this was the one that goes to penalty shootout. So have your phone yeah. fully charged and ready to go out to Facebook Live. Call it now. Who's going to start? We're, we're going to split that one. Pity we don't have someone for the casting vote. I ain't going yeah. to more for the Napa. Um, yeah. uh, who's going to win it? The whole thing? Port. 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 Yeah. I, I think Port as well. I think there's they, they might come back, but they've a long way to come back for someone they to do. catch them. And I think they will get better as it goes on. And this bit of a break and a bit of a wobble might be no harm. Um, like, I think, like we were talking about the hurling last week, Balakala going for three in a row. Porter far more ahead of everyone else than Balakala were in the hurling. Yeah. Uh, so that's the reason. Relegated? Clean. Clean. I, I'd have to agree with you as well. I would have a fear about Emo because mm-hmm. they do get relegated from time to time. But I think Clean, I think they're, they're, they're like cash with nine lives. I think they've used up a good few of them now at this stage. Um, and and Ciro, Ciro, yeah. Yeah. I think it's been 23 out of the last 25 years they've been senior, which is some going. Yeah, but some of them lads want to go for those twenty-three years as well. It's some of the better, like Jess yeah. Denright, I'd say is. Yeah. yeah. All right, we leave it at that. Port win it. The Leash Today Talking Sport Podcast, brought to you in association with Booth Concrete. Booth Concrete provide high-quality concrete products to Leash and the surrounding counties. Thinking concrete, think Booth Concrete. When quality matters.